is better. The chicken breast <laughs> is thicker and the, the appetizer is fried. <laughs> you always gotta taste it in every country. Hey, hi, hello, it's Michelle from missionform.com and I have some exciting details and an exclusive chat to share with you with the one and only Raven Simone. Yes, guys, the Raven Baxter from Disney Channel's That's Our Raven was in South Africa. She was here to promote the second spin-off of That's Our Raven called Raven's Home. The second season premieres on Monday, 8th October at 4.50pm on Disney Channel on DSTV Channel 303. So miss it and miss out. But let's not forget, Ray is more than just a fictional teen psychic who grew up to have twins. Raven has been in the industry for over 29 years, modeling, acting, singing, and making millions happy. So it's no surprise that we all feel as if we could be best friends with her because we've watched her grow up in front of us. Oh, and let's not forget that she totally rocked Broadway and has some serious artistic skills. My question is, when are we getting an art exhibition and when that happens, can it come to SA please? I was lucky enough to be invited by Disney Africa to join a round table with Raven and a few other journalists. So that is what I'm going to be sharing with you guys. We spoke about the new season, the musical episode that everyone's excited about, as well as what Raven's been up to in SA. But I was also really fortunate enough to have a second opportunity to interview Raven for my day job. So there were a few bits and pieces that I found out about her in the second session that I thought that maybe I might share in this edition of my interview, just so you have an idea of what she's like and how cool she actually is. The main question I got after the experience was, what was it like to meet Raven? And I'm going to be honest, it's a little tricky to find words to describe the moment, but I'll try my best. It's not hard to see why she's won the hearts of millions all over the world. The moment you meet her, you can tell that she is incredibly talented and intelligent beyond her years. But the main thing is she has this infectious personality that draws you to her. For someone who is tremendously successful and has been in the industry for as long as she's been, she is seriously down-to-earth and so sweet um, and very professional at the same time. And all you want to do is keep talking to her to hear what she has to say and think and what her thoughts are. So I'm hoping that this isn't the last time I've met her. Um, I would definitely like to have another sit-down with her um, and delve into a lot more topics uh so i'm putting that out to the universe right put it out there and you'll get it back well that's what i believe (laughs) and in case you're wondering yes guys i did actually give her a gift it's no surprise that i am a total disney devotee the disney magic runs through my veins so it was really cool to just share my gratitude for the work she's done and making us all super happy Could I make this intro any longer? Probably, but all you need to do now is listen to what Raven has to say about the new season and her time in SA. Trust me, it is going to be absolutely fun, so you better listen to every second and minute of it. 
Welcome to SA Raven. Have you been enjoying your time here? I heard you did some sightseeing yesterday. I did some sightseeing. You guys, please don't mind me. This is just so I don't get my part wrong. <laughs> okay, um, I did some great things yesterday. I went to Maripang. I went to the caves. I went to the Mandela house. I bought some stuff off the, I don't know, we call them, uh, I don't know, street vendors. Yes. Oh, okay. Bought some presents for the people on the show. Uh, went to McDonald's. And how is it better than the American McDonald's? It is better. The chicken breast was thicker and the, the apple pie was fried. You always got to taste them in every country you go to because it's always different. You know what I mean? Local food. I had the pudding, the Melfa. Melfa pudding. Custard pudding. Let's just say this. I had to share it with someone and they only got two bites. <laughs> I like that when you cut it, there's juice that comes out of yeah. it. Yeah. It's like a syrup. Did you have a custard? Diabetes. I had some custard, homemade ice cream, some crispies. It was. It's a little crispy. Um, I had it with a fantastic filet, and it was, it, it topped off a great day yesterday. And then today I'm going to try something new, my best. I'm going to dinner tonight. Don't ask me where because I have no idea. But I have a feeling I'm going to try some it's been 10 years since That's So Raven ended, so what was it like returning, and what changed with Raven Baxter and Raven in real life? Well, uh, talking about change, Raven Baxter got married, had twins, got divorced, moved in with her best friend. Me, I uh, chilled on the couch, went to school, and didn't have any kids, and didn't get married. So, learning <laughs> like to go through that much of a change wasn't as difficult as it may sound, because uh, while I am not a thespian actor and did research for it. I definitely have friends and family who have been through journeys like that, so I've seen it from afar. And I've always admired the way my parents raised me and my brother and other parents. So what I did pretty much to prepare for that 10-year comeback and into adult shoes with kids, and I just kind of said to myself, okay, if I was a mother, how would I want it to be? How would I want to be? Let me practice can go back to their mama and I can go home and be like okay that was good that didn't work <laughs> so it was an interesting journey because after the view I'm sorry after sister act on Broadway I did for six months I went home and said I'm on my own personal retirement so I went to school I enjoyed myself and coming back to the fold with Disney Channel was rejuvenating because I'm the executive producer of it and acting and helping out the kids. So I was able to be in more roles than one, which made me like it a little bit more. Then came the question. During her time on That's a Raven, did she ever think she would end up where she is today? Um, yes, I did think that, let me say not think, I hoped that my career would grow in terms of titles because <clears throat> I've been acting since I was three months, I'm not three months, 16 months old, and you know, it's most that's 30 years. Most of the time, it's like I'm retiring in 32, 32 years. I've been working in the same job for however long, and technically, I didn't do anything <laughs> different. I, I've been in the same position, wonderful roles, most definitely love every bit of it. But after a while, you need something new to kind of rejuvenate your love for the job you're in. So, being able to learn behind the scenes, being able to take on new responsibilities being able to portray an adult because even till this day, being 32, people are like, you're seven, you're so cute. I'm like, yes. 
So it's an interesting journey, and I and I love it because I get to still be a kid because I'm on Disney Channel and enjoy those moments and act crazy and fun. But then I have adult responsibilities, so I'm growing up at 32. If you don't know that Raven has a talent for creating art, where have you been? We asked her about this, and of course she wanted to share photos of some of the pieces she's created. So cue her brother Blaze bringing her phone. If you're wondering, Blaze is super chilled and cool. I had an opportunity to chat to him on the red carpet while his sister was signing autographs and taking photos. He was absolutely awesome. We told him that they need to return to SA just for a holiday and go to Cape Town as well as enjoy the Indian curry in Durban. Can I show you my art? Because I wanted to show the lady, Blaze, can you give me my phone? <laughs> um, so <clears throat> I was pretty much the only child in my mom's family that didn't go to college. No one cared that I had my own television show for 20 years. Uh, <laughs> they were like, can you just go get some education? So this is the kind of art that I do. It's super exciting. I love Whoa. every bit of it. And so I went to fine art because being in the industry as long as I have, there's always directors, writers, and producers telling me what to say, do, act, think, emotion to connect to. And I could have gone to school for acting, but then again, it goes back to it'll be the same thing for the last 30 years. I needed something fresh. And I'll tell you the history of why I did painting as well. So when I was on Hanging Mr. Cooper and any of the shows, I would get stressed journey it's a job you get stressed it's normal and my mom said you're a child this is not good so I'm going to take you to art class so every Saturday my mom would take me to a kid's art class and she still has some of those pictures up on the wall and then I started getting stressed during that so Raven as well head of a show working it out traveling a whole bunch of it's normal it's not a big deal so I went to pottery class and throwing clay and creating things also brought me joy so after sister act I'm sorry during Sister Act, that was eight shows in a week. Um, that was like an hour and something show. <clears throat> Four weeks of rehearsal, acting, singing, dancing, and you better not mess up, otherwise you're getting a ton of notes from the director. So between shows on two days, and then like before the show, I had to do my own braids, I would watercolor. And the woman who dressed me was in art school as well, and she was so proud of me. She was like, I need you from school. I said, I know, you sound like my mom, whatever, whatever. She would bring me art materials. Her name was Erin. She would bring me art materials. materials, And she said, if you want to take a break, you have every right to do it. Everybody has a right to take time for themselves. And when you're in the industry for a long time, people think that I have to keep working, I have to keep working. Otherwise, my stardom is going to fly away. I'm not going to get this. I'm not going to get that. They're grabbing on. And uh, I forgot that the career comes in waves. You always have ups and you always have downs. And you can either take other people's waves and ripples or make your own waves. So I said, I'm going to make my own little waves, calm down, go to school, and uh, fine art was the way to go because I knew that that kept me unstressed. And then uh, I miss it. I can't take any classes this semester because I'm EPing this season. It's going to be a little bit more difficult, but during the first seasons I did. I got my AA. My mom was super happy. It's been a journey. I paint all the time. I paint it on the way here. I paint on the plane. And it does keep me sane-ish enough to survive. Also, the verdict on Raven's art? Absolutely beautiful. Like I said earlier, when are we getting an art exhibition? Because she's got some serious skills. 
And speaking of art, some of her creations and pieces can be seen on Raven's Home, so I had to ask her for a few hints. I was tired of reading theories online, so who better to hear it from than Raven herself? Yes, hint. Uh, last episode of first season, there's a piece of clothing I painted. First, um, when you walk into the door on your left-hand side, there's a piece. And then in first season, there's a whole outfit. I actually paint Uggs. So I painted uh, my Uggs for me, somebody from Disney Channel. I painted a mystic pair of Doc Martens for Navi. She still has a bun up, but she, she kept the bun up. And uh, hopefully more to come. Nice, nice. We all grew up with Ray, but returning to Disney Channel in 2017 and 18 means she's catering for a new generation too. So does she find that the audience is mainly from our generation or a younger one? Take note of her Mary Poppins reference. In my second interview with her, she used another line and said she is a total fan of the movie. It's both. I mean, you know, depending on where people are within their lives, we have people in our age bracket who have kids. And hopefully you sit down with those kids and say, I watched her, this is for you, and you can bond together. That's something that I love about certain television shows, the family aspect. So we have new kids that have never seen that, so Raven have no idea why I'm as crazy as I am. And then you have some people who are like, no, 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 she's always been crazy. So uh, hopefully we bring in all kinds. And I also want the grandparents and uh, the great-grandparents, if you're in that age bracket, to come because you've watched me when I was young on other shows and uh, hopefully we're uh, we're keeping the tradition of family sitcoms that teach with a spoonful of sugar and laughs. We delved more into her many talents and even got some details on the musical episode coming up this season titled Raven's Home Remix. In my later interview she mentioned K-pop visuals inspiring part of the episode too. I low-key wanted to ask her about BTS and Blackpink, but I didn't have any time, so just watch the episode to see where the influence comes from. Well, the good thing about Disney Company is that they embrace those who are multifaceted on different areas. And so for Raven's Home, I'm able to sing because I did the title song. Uh, we have a musical on the second season that spans a little bit longer one episode and every single character gets to act, dance, and sing. And then with my art, I get to incorporate it. So I think I, I think the best way is to have a great team behind me, but I also work for a really cool company that embraces multi-faceted people and doesn't try to just pigeonhole you into one area. Everyone they hire, they're like, can you sing, can you dance? What else do you want? What else do you want to be a part of? And there's not a lot of companies that do that, you know? And you have to appreciate that within that structure because they balance it out for you. Ever wanted to know what question Raven wishes people would stop asking? Well, continue listening to find out. Can I have a picture? <laughs> but not because I don't want to take a picture, but just because, yeah. Like, okay, let me, let me break it down even more. I want you to ask the question without taking one without asking can't stand the new, the new trend of just taking pictures without asking, but you that like, I don't want you to ask when there's a line going on and like the queue started up, go ahead, it's a down for the cause, I'm ready to take a picture. But um, I, think, I think it goes backwards, I think I have to answer, what do I wish people started asking me, which is, can I take a picture without my permission? And then when it's down for the cause and we're starting a whole line at the airport and there's 15 kids popping up, you don't have to ask after that, <laughs> just keep taking. It's weird. So the lesson here is, guys, don't be taking random photos of Raven. I mean, would you like it if someone did that to you? Probably not. 
And back to Raven's home, what is it like on set, like when you're filming an episode with the kids and also your former, like back to Raven Cars, getting back to it? Well, okay, so a week, uh, a simple week for us, Monday is a table read day. We get the scripts for the first time for that week. We read it in front of all the writers, Disney execs, uh, props and everybody. And then we take a quick little lunch. I'd probably go up to the production office and sit and talk to the writers and the EPs, depending on what the script was and if it was good or not. And then uh, we start rehearsal with whatever director is there for that week. <clears throat> that doesn't last too long. That happens Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday. Uh, Tuesday and Wednesday, at the end of the day, after we've rehearsed the whole entire show, Disney execs come in or the producers come in and we have a run through and we just do the whole show like a play. Then on Thursday, we do all of our special effects slash green screen elements, because you know, Raven Baxter and family can get into it. So anything that we can't film in front of an audience, we film then, we call that the pre-shoot day and rehearsal. And then on Friday, depending on how massive that show is, we have an audience at around five o'clock, we rehearse, we have hair and makeup, put on that wig and go for it. So where's the divide between Raven Baxter and Raven Simone? Greg gives us her thoughts on it, but if you ask me, if you've been following her journey, you'll instantly know where one stops and where one starts. Now I make it a conscious effort to find that divide because when I was younger, it was it was melded a lot more. And uh, superficially, the hair, the style, I felt like, you know, I was being pushed, not by anybody in particular, but just, you know, your unconscious psyche being pushed to blend the two together. So it's better for everybody. That's not true. Uh, it's not better for me. So now, you know, I make a conscious effort to, I'm, I'm a different, I'm different in clothes. I'm different in look. I'm different in attitude and style because it's purely for me and my sanity. I don't want to go home and look in the mirror and forget who I am. You know, that's a character. She's, crazy um but it also is good because i get to go to work and just be like yes freedom you know what i'm saying so it's a it's a good thing sticking with comparisons ever wondered how they created a new theme song just as catchy as that's a raven that's what one journalist asked her but before we give you raven's answer let me play a few clips from both theme songs you can thank me later for having it stuck in your head <laughs> Let's go. If you could get into the future, future, future. you might think life would be a breeze. Life is a breeze. See, I travel from a distance, yeah. Go right, but it's not that easy. Oh, no. I'm trying to save the situation, and I end up misbehaving. Oh, oh, oh. Hey now, say now, about to put down. Yeah, come on and ride with the right now. And if the future looks great now. Make it look good Down for each other like family should It's Raven's home 
Yep, that's us. Yeah, that was an interesting day. It's funny, I was in Las Vegas when it was happening, and I was at a pho restaurant. And I remember um, they kept going back and forth about the words and the style of the song. And in the back, and, they, and they reminded me, you know, it's not going to be that's so Raven again. Like, don't try to copy it. And I said, okay. <laughs> like, just let me try it a little bit. Uh, but they gave me words. They gave like three different versions of the song. And I, and I remember saying I really wanted it to be the most Disney funk we could find. You know, keep a little horns in. Can we get a little funk deliciousness in there? And uh, just staying true to that to make sure it was a well-rounded show and it could that song could appeal to all types of listeners, not just one type. And the words meant a lot because even with That's So Raven words, if you really wrote them down and, and read them, it describes the show. And with this one, it needed to describe the show as well. It needed so that subconsciously you're singing it and you know what the show's about. And I think Disney and myself and then the producers and the writers, I think we came to a really happy medium to encapsulate what this show is about, how the kids are and they're represented. Everyone got a chance to say a little something in there and that style of music transcends to the musical as well. When you listen to the musical, you have all genres. You have hip hop, pop, R&B, and I think that's important because this is a multicultural show and everybody should be represented. We got into the topic of music too, and Raven spoke about some of her favorites and the South African discoveries during her trip. We even played a bit of a guessing game to figure out which one of the groups she was talking about that Kelly Osbourne introduced her to. So I really loved the song by Lady Lamont. Yes, <laughs> you feel me? It was so good. And then there was a there's a group that I learned about from Kelly Osborne, and I can't remember their name, but it is a three person group. No, 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 not Capella. I heard he said Afro House. And right? They're like they dress very eclectically. Yeah. I have to admit, I have my moments. I like them. I really enjoy their music. Um, and then I also heard Prince. Yes, I heard his music. I like that as well. I like house music. Yeah, I like house music a lot. Uh, let's see. From my world, Michelle and Degliocello. I listen to a lot of um, Marion Hill. I listen to a lot of classical because I paint when I go home, when I wake up, classical works. Uh, I listen to a lot of books on tape because, how am I going to say this? I like things that help to raise my IQ. Yes. And I feel when I listen and I'm zoning out, I want to make sure I'm zoning out on something that I can trust is good for my soul. That's so how I'm going to say that. In books. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Forgive me, I don't know the names off the top of my head because they're, I like sci-fi, I like, uh, I'm into that world. Um, I'm listening to The Obelisk Gate, The Broken Earth by Enkin Jeminson. And I'm also listening to The Parable of the Sour by Octavia E. Butler. And when I'm walking, I listen to Sharp Objects. You guys, did you show us starting? So, so good. Yeah. 
I finished it. I had to read the book afterwards. Amy Adams. <laughs> so good. So yeah, that's Raven is known for always switching her look up, which I low-key absolutely love. So what are her five beauty and skincare tips, one of the journals asked? Here it is. I don't wash my face with water. I do not put sink water on my face. Uh, if it gets on my face in the shower, okay, that's fine. But on a regular basis, I use like a baby wipe or some type of wipe if that necessary. Coconut oil to take off my makeup. Um, Don't wear makeup. <laughs> I feel like the it's beautiful, it's gorgeous when you do it right. Um, and yes, I'm gonna come for those who think I'm coming for them. Whatever. There's this, <laughs> there's this idea. You don't have to wear that much makeup to go to the store. You just do what what enhances you and what you feel is pretty. But I don't need a full face make contour, seventeen lashes and a extra lip line to go to 7-Eleven or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, can't do it, I can't do it. So I really only wear makeup when I'm paid. That's my choice, that doesn't have to be your choice. Uh, <laughs> but it, the, my beauty secret is to make sure your skin is pretty first. If you do, I will tell you this, if you have acne or pimples and you have the means to as best as you can, figure out what you're allergic to. I have a friend who has very big acne and she used to wear a lot of makeup and I was like don't come around me with that makeup because you look like an Instagram filter and I'm looking at you right it's scary I don't know what to do I'm not gonna press you to get a light I just want to be in your face so we found out she was allergic to chicken and she couldn't eat fish face cleared up right away it's a lot of the things that we eat so make sure you're taking care of your body if it's not that figure it out I know um, you know hydrogen peroxide there's a lot of things you can do whatever I'm not giving any of that because I'm not a doctor that. But make sure your skin is pretty first, and you can never go wrong with a lash. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Just a lash. Lip gloss and a lash. And to wrap up the convo, I had to ask Raven about her two loves online shopping and gaming. She spoke about her gaming addiction in an interview and I needed to know how bad it actually was and what she actually enjoyed playing. From the looks of her answer and what she was doing when we were talking about it, it looked as if perhaps it leaned towards the usual mobile gaming like Candy Crush and maybe even Disney Emoji Blitz. Who knows? But here's her answer as well as giving us a bit of details on how she shops a lot. Relatable? I think so. In one of the interviews, you said your two favorite things are online shopping and gaming. Is that true? Is yes. it? Yes, it's true. Please tell us more about the gaming, because I try to find out more. Yeah, Please share. <laughs> <laughs> what type? Like adventure games, or should we not ask? <laughs> no, it's just, it's just this. <laughs> hey, that's still fun. Please, give me an extra 99 cents to get more. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's literally before I walked in here. It's really bad. Relatable. It's really bad. And Amazon is a problem. It was so bad that I had box country in my apartment. I moved into a new apartment after I moved back from New York from doing the D. I moved into a loft. And you have boxes and pieces of loft. Okay. But I had box country. And box country is a section from that window to that window of Amazon boxes. And I lie to you not, it was so hot. Because I felt bad about the boxes throwing them away. I felt like I could turn them into an art piece because I'm an artist, but I'm not. I just, I just sell the Amazon boxes um, and they kept piling up. 
I did use them as palettes, but that was about as good as I could. Let me tell you something. This is dangerous. <laughs> I don't buy shoes. I don't buy clothes anymore. I don't buy makeup. If I do, it's like, oh, let me borrow that. And I like keep it. Like, it's really bad. And that's the end of the exclusive chat with Raven Simone. See why I couldn't stop gushing over her? Talk about relatable. You want to just be her friend. If she ever needs a life on Candy Crush, I am there. Thanks so much for listening in on the first episode of my podcast, Mish Meets. Future episodes could be other roundtables or exclusive one-on-one sit-downs with your favorite famous faces. So keep a lookout on my Twitter, Instagram, or my website. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, Mishgov, M-I-S-H-G-O-V, or check out my website, mishinformed.com. And until next time, guys, cheers!